This episode is brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is employee scheduling software designed specifically for restaurants. We help managers and operators spend less time and effort scheduling their staff, reduce their monthly labor costs, and streamline team communication. Now, my manager uses Seven Shifts at my job, and I know for a fact that it just makes it so much easier for me as an employee and for him as a manager. Well, he's the owner, but he's he just it's so much easier for him because it shows him all the stuff he needs to see and makes it faster. Uh, you can save around $2,000 a month on labor costs, spend around 80% less time scheduling, reduce staff calls and texts by 70%, reduce no-shows by 25%, and save $500 a week on time theft. Go check them out at 7 Welcome back to this short episode of the Internet Review Podcast. Today, I'm joined by nobody because I have no friends. Um, I'll be talking about TK and some other stuff, so make sure you stay tuned, alright? So, the first topic I have for you today is TK. He's getting 55 years. He was found guilty for the 2016 shooting death of a man during a home invasion. A jury in Fort Worth convicted 19-year-old Tamor McIntyre last week for his role in the death of 21-year-old Ethan Walker. On Tuesday, the jury de- de- deliberated for about three hours before sentencing McIntyre to 55 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. The Star-Telegram reports that McIntyre had appealed his conviction and sentence. The man who shot Walker was sentenced last year to life in prison. Prosecutors had said McIntyre was charged with murder because he recruited the trigger man and organized the robbery. He was 16 when the killing occurred, but was tried as an adult. And this is the reason I always tell people who are close to me or people who are my friends to watch out who you hang out with because he could be hanging out with one of these people and next thing you know, you get 55 years in prison. That's fucking crazy. But on to the next topic. Uh, on Friday, there was this fight. Well, it was an MMA fight. It was a professional fight, right? But here's the headline. Oxnard-based boxer Maxim Dadashev, 28 years old, dies of brain injury after fight. The boxer Maxim, died, Maxim Dadashev died Thursday, four, four days after suffering a brain injury in a fight in Maryland. He was 28 years old, originally from St. Petersburg, Russia. Dadashev moved to the U.S. and resided and trained in Oxnard, according to the Ventura County Star. The Russian Boxing Federation said Dadashev suffered a brain swelling in Friday's light welterweighted fight with Subriel Matias at the theater at MGM National Harbor in Oxen Mill, Maryland. He underwent surgery, but his heart stopped Tuesday, the Federation said. Dadashev was hospitalized at UM Prince George's Hospital Center shortly after the fight, which was stopped by his corner following the 11th round after Dadashev took numerous shots to the head. Footage from the fight shows Dadashev shaking his head in the corner as his trainer Buddy McGirt pleads him, pleads with him to stop the fight, telling him, you're getting hit too much, Max, please Max, let me do this. Shortly after, the referee stopped the bout at McGirt's request. The Russian Boxing Federation Secretary General Umar Kremlev said the Federation would investigate whether anyone was at fault for Dadashev's death. We need to know the truth about what happened, Kremlev wrote in an email to the Associated Press. I believe that some human factors intervened, that there was some kind of violation. 
He added the Federation would give Dadasha's family final financial support. Both fighters were 13-0 before the bout, which offered the winner the right to challenge IBF title holder Josh Taylor. Dadashev has been, had been interviewed as a had been viewed as a rising star after beating two former world lightweight champions, Darlis Perez and Antonio DeMarco, last year before Friday's fight. He had won 11 of his 13 fights by way of knockout. In a statement, promoter Top Rank called Dadashev a talented fighter inside the ring and a loving husband and father outside of the ropes. Aww. He was originally from the Russian city of St. Petersburg, but has fought exclusively in the United States since turning pro in 2016. He was a very kind person who fought until the very end, clearly, Didashev's wife, Elizaveta Apushkina, said in a statement issued by the hospital. Our son will continue to be raised to be a great man like his father. Lastly, I would like to thank everyone that cared for Maxim during his final days. The Russian embassy in the U.S. said in a statement on Facebook it's ready to provide any necessary assistance for Dadasha's repatriation to Russia. A GoFundMe page has been set up for Dadasha's family, so please go donate to that. Um, it's a very sad thing, and you know, um, you know, I definitely feel like like it didn't have to happen because even his trainer he was like, "Dude, you're getting hit too hard." And I saw the clip, and it was horrible. Like, but I didn't think he would sustain, like, a brain injury from that. That is just insane. And, like, it says a lot about who he was as a man and, like, his perseverance and everything, you know. In other news, Apple will release three new iPhone 11 models this fall, all featuring the Apple A13 chip. The smartphones will have a lightning port despite the iPad Pro moving to USB-C last year. All three models will have the same screen resolution as last year's model, but the replacements for the 10s and 10s Max will now have a new 3x OLED Retina display. A new type of Taptic engine will be introduced, but it is unknown what new features the engine will enable. The devices will have three cameras on the back contained within a square, including a camera capable of wide-angle images. It's going to be great for those uh, panoramic family shots, you know. Anyways. Uh, Tesla reveals a revolutionary new wiring architecture to help robots build upcoming cars like the Model Y. Traditional wiring for vehicles is inefficient and due to its lack of rig rigidity, assembly is difficult to automate and usually requires using human hands. Tesla has redesigned the wiring architecture for its cars, enabling more robot automation during manufacturing while using fewer materials. The Model 3 has about 1.5 kilometers of wiring harnesses. Wow. And the new design will bring this down to just 100 meters starting with the Model Y. Tesla has released drawings of its new design with the patent applications, which are available to view on the article. Um, next, uh, today on science and cutting edge technology, a custom 3D printed uh, heart valves fit perfectly. Over the next few decades, the demand for heart surgery to repair damage to the valves is set to rise due to an aging population, lack of physical exercise, and poor diet. 3D printed heart valves are able to be tailored more precisely to a patient compared to the current heart valve implants. Using computer tomography and magnetic resonance imaging, researchers can create a digital model and computer simulation to calculate the forces acting on an implant. 
Unlike traditional uh, transplant methods, using the printed valves would not require a lifelong regimen of immunosuppressants or anticoagulants. This method is also cheaper, faster, and the implants last at least as long as the current transplant methods. It will be at least 10 years before the new artificial heart valves will be able to be used in treatments, as they first have to go through exhaustive clinical trials. So, wow. Um, We say a lot about, um, you know, our government funds being wasted and everything, but the clinical advances that are being made, especially in today's day and age, are amazing. Anyways, this website... uh, developed by researchers at the MIT-IBM Watson AI lab is able to transform selfies into classical portraits. Trained on 45,000 classical portraits from a huge number of styles covering a range of methods and artists, the the website uses a generative adversarial network or a GAN to create new features from scratch. The AI might decide on certain styles of art depending on features within the selfies submitted. While apps like FaceApp have been criticized for its privacy policies, the researchers promise that the data collected won't be used for any other purposes and images are immediately deleted after use. And I'm sure these are some companies you can trust. I mean, it's MIT and IBM. But, yeah. Apple remains in the news with their... Um, they They've been getting some allegations about them favoring their own apps over competitors in the app search searches results. The article says Apple claims that it doesn't favor its own apps in the app source search results. However, less popular Apple apps often rank higher than better reviewed software from competing developers. For example, in the books and maps category, even though Apple's offerings are less popular than their competitors, its apps rank highest. Apple has suggested in the past that all apps under two stars should be removed from the store, but this idea was never realized as it would mean removing Apple's own podcast app, WOW, which has less than two stars at the time. That is crazy. Many of Apple's apps no longer have ratings attached. Apple has been facing controversy against its app store business as users and developers are finding its practices to be unfair. And speaking of unfair practices, this was like when, when I first started the podcast, and I was um, I submitted my podcast to Apple Podcasts. Um, they took like a week and a half to authorize me, and like by then everyone had already listened on other platforms. So like you know it's on them. They lose the views or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to give y'all my new episode. I don't know. There's a good chance we're going to have a very special guest who's very talented in analyzing music. You know, obviously it's a hobby, right? But, you know, it's just so impressive to see this dude. But, um, yeah, we will see. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Or, well, you'll hear me next time. Peace.